How to stop looking at porn for smart, family-oriented men who want to learn to sustainably let go of porn in a way you can enjoy and look forward to. Learning to be proud of the man that you are. I'm Danny Pullman. I'm a certified life coach. I've been coaching guys on this for several years now, have been in the porn quitting game for years beyond that, and I use this podcast to share what I've learned. This is a movement. It is happening. Join with us and start winning against porn. Okay, guys, today's going to be fun. Um, I'm going to be sharing some lessons from clients that I've worked with and not using anything that identifies them. Um, For the the people that don't want to be identifiable, if I use any real first names, it's because I have permission to use the first name only. Uh, That's the real. Some of these are made up first names. And then... Some of the stuff that I'm sharing is also uh, just kind of stuff that I hear a lot from other people too, so just uh, keep that in mind. This is stuff I hear from a lot of people. But um, So I'm going to start with uh, some guys' personal experiences that they've shared, which are just inspiring. I'm just so excited for them um, and feel so honored to be able to work with them, be a part of their process. Um, It's like what I live for in my work is this stuff that I'm going to share with you. So that's why this is going to be really fun. And then I'm going to share some things after that just uh, that I've noticed in a group coach, coach, one of my groups, um, one of my group coaching groups (laughs) right now. Uh, Just some of the things that we've been learning uh, together. So Starting out, um, this is the experience of, we're just going to call him Roger. (laughs) Okay, this is made up first name um, on the spot. Okay, so Roger, here's what he says. Um, I asked him some questions about his experience after working with me, and uh, we don't work together anymore. But um, he said, my biggest challenge before meeting with Danny was feeling that viewing porn and masturbating was out of my control. It made me feel hopeless about my future and the potential I had for life. I felt that I had lost my purpose in life and any reason to really try to keep moving forward. Um, What was different about this coaching experience compared to other things I've tried, he says the biggest thing that made this experience different from other things I've tried was the fact that it focused on every aspect of my life. I learned how to change my thoughts and attitude about anything I struggled with in life not just porn and masturbation. Side note, um, this is a really important thing in my experience uh, working with lots of guys to learn to make these changes more sustainable. It's so important what Roger just mentioned here about um, not only focusing on the porn and masturbation, right? Learning how to address your problems at the thought level in your mind for all the things, all the aspects of your life, right? So usually it's a better fit uh, for guys to work with me when they're willing to bring them their whole selves to our sessions, okay? So that's just a side note. Okay, next thing Roger says, uh, the moment when I realized this process was actually working to solve my problem, I realized that it was working about three months into the program. That was when the habits really started setting in, and I noticed that my life was changing for the better. Many of the things I felt I had lacked, like confidence and hope in the past, were more prevalent in my life, and I knew that I was making progress for once. 
Progress that would actually last and not disappear. Ooh, goosebumps, right? <laughs> Isn't that what a lot of us are looking for on this stuff, right? Okay. Um, what changed after working with Danny? My ability to make changes increased dramatically after starting to work with Danny. I learned to love life again. The future became an exciting idea instead of something that I always feared or something that caused me worry and anxiety. The control and confidence I have in myself now is something I can't ever remember having before in my life. Boom! Love it. How in control are you now with porn and masturbation? Scale of 1 to 10. 0, out of control. 10, complete control. Uh, he said 9. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Nine is a big step up from uh, when he started with me, just saying. And um, most guys, when they come to me, not most, yeah, yeah, most. Most guys are in the, you know, one to one to four range on that scale when they come to me. Um, and most guys who leave are in the eight to ten range. The other thing that Roger said is the three most useful things that he learned in this program is... Number one, how my thoughts affect my feelings. Number two, that I'm in control of my thoughts. Number three, that my past doesn't define my future. Um, and then I asked him, what's a way you think the program could be improved? He said, I don't really know. It was exactly what I needed. So fun and inspiring. This guy showed up for himself in a big way. He made the investment. Uh, he learned new skills. Because um, this, this is possible, right? Like, this is possible for all of you listening, okay? Um, I just want to offer that idea to you. Is it possible for you to experience those same kind of changes? It's more just a question of what's in between where you're at and where you want to get, okay? And um, sometimes that requires some investing in yourself and uh, reaching out to someone and letting them know where you're at with your problem and asking for that help, learning some new skills, right? And it, it can take some guts, um, but it's totally doable, and it's easier than you think, and less scary than you think, too. Um, I'm, I'm not a scary guy to get on a, a call with to talk about this stuff. Um, I'm really good at putting people at ease, so just want you to know that. Um, okay, next experience is shared by Dylan, Okay. And what Dylan says, um, another inspiring story. So excited about this. He says, my biggest challenge uh, before this program was control. I felt like I had absolutely no control over my porn use. This made me in experience incredibly strong feelings of guilt and shame. Can anyone relate? I know past me sure can. Okay. Um, he said, Dylan says, what was different about this experience compared to other things you've tried. Danny has such a deep understanding of what I've gone through. Other therapists learn about it in school, but Danny has lived it and sees it in other uh, LDS men every day. And I, I do work with a lot of uh, faith-based people, uh, Christians and LDS. That's uh, my background that I was raised in as well. And, um, <clears throat> and so that's what he's talking about here. He, he says, that gave me the confidence I needed to just try whatever he wanted me to. <laughs> so, which, you know, I mean, I would, I would add a little uh, caution onto that. Like, don't just try what I want you to try. <laughs> like, 
I'll offer you some cool ideas and tools and concepts that can really accelerate things for you. But also, it's up to you what you decide to try, right? So, um, but yeah, I mean, what a, what a great spot to be in when you're um, that teachable and learnable. Is that a word? <laughs> it's it's a powerful position to be in when it's like, you know what? I've tried a lot of things. And I'm just ready to try some new things. Um, so awesome and he was he's totally willing to try new things which i think let's see more about where that took him right uh so the moment he realized this process was actually working to solve his problem he said i felt a significant change after allowing an urge for the first time i had previously heard about that process but wanted to experience it for myself side note uh allowing an urge is a skill that i teach and help guys learn to master um the idea is that we allow the feeling of the urge itself um, to be there without reacting to it. And we learn how to do this in a way with a lot more ease and peace than the big willpower battle that most of us are used to. So, um, And the more that you do this, the more you can recondition your brain. And um, Anyway, so that's what he's talking about. I'll probably do another episode on allowing urges at some point soon or in the future. So... What he says is, I wanted to experience allowing an urge for myself, and he did it, and it, it showed me, he said, it showed me that I am in control and that I can overcome inexplicably, inexplicably strong urges. Uh, what changed after working with Danny? He says, I won't say I'm perfect, because I'm not, but the attitude I have towards life and my relationships has drastically improved. The guilt and shame have completely gone away, and I can focus on living life rather than worrying about my porn use. My favorite result of the program is that I feel like I can now live my life as my authentic self. Oh, I love that so much. I love that. I love hearing that. It's beautiful. Okay, how in control are you with porn and masturbation? Scale of zero to 10. I should make this one out of 10. Yeah, I just realized I need to fix this <laughs> form I sent people. Okay, um, but he said 10. Complete control. 10. Boom. Okay. Um, yeah, and so let's... Uh, oh, three most useful things he learned in the program. How to get past the guilt, how to allow urges, and how to not care about porn. Isn't that cool? How to not care about porn. That is the name of the game. That's part of what takes the willpower battle out of it with this process is you can learn to reduce your desire to go look at porn and you just stop caring about it as much and um it just becomes less relevant in your life it's less of a focus and then when it does pop up in your mind it's because it's not such a big desirable thing you're focusing on in your mind anymore it just yeah it gets easier to just oh yep there's that part of my brain that i trained in the past to go do this thing and there it is and on to the next let it go move on and and those urges don't just stick with you all day long in this big draining willpower battle so thank you so much for sharing dylan um and thanks for letting me work with you and be a part of your process i i miss these guys when i don't get to see them anymore so um yeah love that guy so now i'm going to share a few things from one of my group coaching groups it's called the pro league 
and um, I am sharing just a few things that have come up in there, come up in there that I think would be uh, useful to share here. Okay, so in our last call, one of the guys we asked at the beginning of the call if there's anything to celebrate, and he said, you know, I tried one of these new tools that I kind of had some resistance to trying before, which we had already coached on in the past, and and then he was willing to go and experiment with it, and um, and he did, and he came back and said, it works. <laughs> it's working, right? So he was willing to try a new thing, came back, and he's already having some awesome results, uh, new results in terms of how it's retraining his brain, and um, it works. I mean, how fun is that, right? So, um, so that was fun. And then let's talk about another thing that came up because this stuff I think applies to a lot of you out there. And that's something that I've noticed in group coaching situations is, uh, a lot of times people don't just don't, they don't realize that every time that they share something in front of the group and get coached on it in front of the group, that it is helping at least one other person in the group and usually way, way, way more than that, if not everybody in some way, right? Um, and that's what's so fun about group work because um, you can, like, see yourself in the person that is sharing and getting coached and it can accelerate you getting to those blocks that are inside of you uh, when they bring it up and bring it to your consciousness before you were even aware that it was a thing to look at, right? So, um, so that's something I really love about it. And and so we're gonna call him Sam. Sam said, uh, basically, we we're asking like uh, we we're coaching on why there was some hesitance in sharing in front of the group and getting coached in front of the group and. He said, you know, I've been more passive than active. And um, and he said, Danny's going to call me out. We're going to talk about that in a minute, okay? Um, if he shares, Danny's going to call me out. And so I asked him, well, why do you want, why are you, is part of you wanting to be more active in sharing? He's like, well, I think it'd be good for me. And I asked how. He said, just in developing my own system further and maintaining control, being even more aware, right? And so, so there's part of it that, that wants to share more, but there's some resistance there. And so rather than just power through and skip over that, we look at it and we ask some curious questions about it, right? And I asked him if I could coach him on this stuff. And he said, yeah. So, so we talked about it. And uh, something, side note here, something that we did in the group is we created a venting section in our online community where um, it's a section where you don't get coached and no one offers ideas and because um, the rest of the time we're pretty focused on okay if you're going to bring something up let and if someone's going to respond to it let's yes let's empathize and sympathize and all that and say me too or yeah that sucks right where it's helpful but also let's not stay there and let's offer okay what's an idea of how to approach this what's a useful question or way to look at this right and let's strategize with each other um but we also uh, are trying out this venting section where people can just go and vent about anything and it's all about venting and commiserating and no expectation of ideas or coaching right so we're trying it out he he liked the idea of this um so sam 
he says, um, if I share, if, if he has something he wants to share, in his mind it's like, okay, if I share this, then what are other people going to say? Or what are other people going to notice, right? And I kind of, there's part of him that wanted to do it perfectly. Um, and doesn't want to appear to have the need to be coached in front of everybody. And so I asked why, and, um, and he said, well, if I were to run into the same problem that I've already been coached on in the past, then what would that mean? And I was like, yeah, what do you make that mean? And <laughs> basically that it's not okay. It's not okay if similar problems come up in the past. And... Um, and there's part of him that wondered if he belongs in this group when it doesn't come out perfectly, right? And so, um, does this sound familiar to any of you when, you're, when you've thought about maybe taking that next step to ask for help um, or to share with a friend or maybe it's getting on a free consult call with me just to see what that could be and what it could look like to work together, right? Like, is there part of you that feels like, well, I, I just don't want to... I need to like be more perfect before I do that or something, right? <laughs> um, and it's a thing. It's a thing that comes up for a lot of us. So if that comes up for you, then then honor it, right? Like I totally get that, and I still have that come up in other areas of my life, and that's something I think I have to keep relearning again and again. And that's what we talked about in this situation, right? Is um, we talked about how rather than it just being a circle like when you find when you run into the same thought problem again and get coached on the same thing again in a new place in your life rather than it just being you going in circles there's actually a theory that it's more of a spiral type of dynamic that I really like um, and so yes you're going to revisit some of these same lessons again and again in different contexts of your life and um but that's not a bad thing because you're it's an upward spiral so it it's not a sign that you're not progressing and just running around in circles it actually can be a sign that you are progressing and it's just time to revisit that lesson in a new part of your life right and a lot of guys in the group this really resonated with um totally resonates with me and um just something to keep in mind right like when you have that same thing come up again, um, are you falling into, oh, see, I'm zero progress, I'm back at square one, and um, just running in circles, or are you making room for, hey, it's another opportunity in my upward spiral to learn, right? And what can we actually do with it? Um, instead of telling ourselves that we shouldn't be where we are in our process, right? Which brings me to the next example, okay? We're going to call this guy Buddy, okay? Because what he had mentioned is he, he kind of referred to me calling people out too. He used those words. And I'm going to say I don't really love that <laughs> those words that I'm calling people out. Um, but that's how it felt to some of these guys. And so we talked about it um, because... The reason it felt that way isn't actually because of me and my approach and this coaching method, right? The reason it felt that way is what I asked him about. I was like, what is the feeling that is behind that? And he's like, well, it's embarrassing, right? 
And I said, okay, remember, thoughts create feelings. So if you're feeling that feeling of embarrassing from me asking some follow-up coaching questions um, to what you shared in the group, then that's not coming from me and my questions. It's coming from something you're thinking. So what is the thought you're thinking that makes you feel, that creates that feeling of embarrassed? And he explored it for a minute, took a bit to nail it down, but basically it was, it turned out to be uh, some form of, I should be different than I am right now, which is kind of similar to what we just talked about above with Sam, as we're calling him. And, um, and so I should be different than I am right now is a thought that creates a feeling of embarrassed, which actions that stem from that are often hiding or not sharing, uh, avoiding, right? Not sharing in the group, not getting coached when there's something that you want to be coached on. And a lot of these guys have worked with me before, so they know how valuable this coaching process is. But then in the group setting, it's just been fascinating to see uh, a difference in how people show up to be coached there compared to one-on-one, and which I get, I get it. Um, but also that's part of what we, that's part of why we're doing what we're doing because it's a good opportunity to bring up some more of these shame-producing thoughts that if we stick with them, they usually keep us from getting the help we want and sharing what would be helpful to share. And um, and so, so this led to a discussion of, all right, do we want to stick with that feeling of embarrassed? Do we want to stick with I should be different than I am right now as a thought, as a belief about ourselves? And if it's optional, what do we want to think? And... So the idea that seemed to resonate with people was maybe I'm right where I'm meant to be in my process, right? I can share, and it can even be some, a repeat thing that I'm relearning in a new area, and I'm still right where I'm meant to be in my process. And this creates different feelings than embarrassed, right? It's more of a self-acceptance or what is it for you, right, when you try that on? Um, that's my question for you. And how do you show up differently when you let that be your line of thinking instead, right? Um, And it's not that there's a right or wrong here as much as find out what works, what helps you to reach your goals. If the goal is a life free from porn and more purpose-filled life where you feel in line with your authentic self, right? and you feel more self-controlled than ever, you feel confident in yourself and who you are, you feel confident in your ability to manage your mind and the feelings that come up along the way throughout your life, right? Like, if, if that's the goal, what actually helps you get there? Does sticking with I should be different than I am right now help you? For most people, and for myself, it doesn't, right? Um, it, it's more likely to hold you back. And so that's what I would offer to you as an idea, is maybe you are right where you are meant to be in your process. And see how that feels, and see if it helps you. Um, like, once you're in that mode, I want you to ask yourself, okay, then 
what's my next step, right? And what you'll probably find is that it's just that much easier to take that next step. That thing that felt uh, paralyzing before, now suddenly you can go toward it more easily with more ease and self-support and uh, creativity, strategizing, problem solving. Like it, it just opens up so much for you. And so I invite you to try that out. And, um, and if you're thinking of asking me for help, um, see the difference in those two mindsets for you and how different would it be to think of getting on a consult with me knowing that you're right where you're meant to be in your process you're not behind you shouldn't be further along than you are now no matter what age you are okay you're right exactly where you are meant to be in your process and then that just opens up so much power to do something about right now, about where you are right now, okay? So try it out. And to me, it's like, I, I just like asking, what would love say? What helps us come back to love? Love is never a bad idea in my experience, okay? So what feels more like love here with you in your relationship with yourself, right? Um, okay, so... I'm going to just talk to you here as though it is possible, okay? Like, let's just assume that's done, okay? We just know. All right, it's possible for me to have the life I want and to change my habits in these ways, right? Um, it's possible. It's already decided. That's possible, okay? Um, so then uh, from that point, we're also going to go with, okay, and maybe I'm right where I'm meant to be in my process, right? I'm right where I'm meant to be, and what's the next step? And so if you are right where you're meant to be and it's totally possible to get where you want to get, then that just means that something is standing between where you are and where you want to be. And so that's, that's what my next question for you here is. So what is it, right? If you can get into that sort of headspace, then what is it that stands between where you are and where you want to be, right? Is it that you could use a little extra help? Do you need to learn some new skills in dealing with feeling feelings instead of being so reactive to them? Uh, do you need to learn some new tools uh, about how to manage your brain and shift your thinking so that you can have more ease in your long-term sustainable results that you're going for, right? Um, what is it? And just start finding what is it and, and what's your next step that will help you to go learn one of those skills or to move in that direction, right? And if you think it might be getting on a free consult with me to just see what options are there in terms of getting help from me, then please do, right? Uh, get on my website, dannypolman.com. P-O-E-L-M-A-N, guys. Um, it's the Dutch spelling. And go to the work with me part of it and schedule a free 30-minute consult. Let's talk. Um, like I said, I'm, uh, I'm really good at putting people at ease. I'm, I'm not a scary guy to talk to, I promise you. And we're going to meet you right where you're at as though you're right where you're meant to be in your process. And we're just going to be curious and ask some questions about what's going on and what you're wanting for you, where you want to get with things why you think you're not quite there and then we'll, if it seems right to talk about working together seems like a good fit then we'll talk about that 
and you kind of know what your options are and we can figure some stuff out okay so um, just wanted to share some of these lessons with you today in case it helps you with right where you're at and uh, I'll see you next time If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, I want to invite you to rate it and to share it with one or two people you think could also benefit. The podcast is available on all the platforms, wherever you like finding your podcasts. If you want more information on what I offer, go to dannypullman.com and make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. And remember, we're talking about porn, but this is about so much more than just porn.